December 28th, 2020, coming up on the program. Today, Christmas sucked. My aunt can't hold the shit in her asshole. And my mom is playing the death card. Plus, picking out the best pre-bombing music for your next terrorist attack. Farting Teslas and snake egg pastries and cum cookies. Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick and it's made with horse urine. The vagina is full of AIDS. Fucking Cheerios, man. You should fuck them. Well, I'd rather have sex with a dildo than your cock anyway. Get your head out of your ass. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. All right, Tim, back here with you to start off a new week of programs. It's been a what? It's been a hot minute since I last spoke to you. We've had some holidays, mainly Christmas, Boxing Day 2, kind of. Got a lot of Canadian listeners. Hope you all had a, a wonderful Merry Christmas. Uh, mine sucked. I stayed home, did absolutely nothing. No family this year. I got guilted in so many different ways. First of all, my sister was threatening me. You know, she was taking the, you better get your fucking ass up here approach to things. Meanwhile, she enlisted my nieces to try to make me feel bad for not coming up. I was getting texts like, Uncle Timmy, I can't wait for Christmas and to see you because I love you so much. When you coming up? My mom is playing the death card, which is just like a low blow. She She's like, first of all, she's playing both sides of the fence. She's like, I totally understand you not wanting to come up, play it safe, keep us safe. You know, it makes sense. It's crazy out there. I just hope next year I'll be around. I don't know. This might be my last Christmas. <laughs> you know, like I was getting it from every possible angle. Then uh, on Christmas Eve, I get a phone call. Christmas Eve is when uh, my family really gets together for dinner, opening presents at night and everything. That's the that's the big Christmas celebration. Christmas Eve. I get a phone call from a relative and I'm like, oh, I knew it. They're, you know, they, they want to talk to me or whatever. It was by accident. She was just going to text me. But she accidentally called me because my contact information was up on her screen. Okay. Then she's like, well, I'll pass you around to the family and you can all you can say hi to everyone. I get to I get like four or five people in. And then uh, I my niece, when well, my youngest niece is on the phone. I'm like, hi, how are you doing? I'm like, well, I can't hear you. She's real soft spoken. She's like soft spoken on the phone and for like the first five minutes that you're at her house and then uh, like a switch flips and uh, she won't shut up. She's hanging off of your neck and chasing you around the house with a knife. You know what I mean? So she becomes really, let's say, outgoing. Anyway, so on the phone, she's like, man, I'm like, I I couldn't tell if the phone was breaking up or she wasn't using words. Nell. I don't care how old or relatively unsuccessful that 1990s movie was. I will continue to make Nell references until the end of time. I don't care if anyone gets them or not. Anyway, so uh, then the phone just sort of hangs up, goes dead, and they never call me back. I never got to talk to my mom or my sister or anyone. I mean, I know I could have technically picked up the phone and called, but... I thought if they really want to talk to me, they'll, they'll call. Not one of them even suggested that we do the Zoom thing, you know, like where I get on FaceTime, which is fine by me. I mean, that would have just, I mean, what am I going to do? Just stay, sit there and watch my family eat a nice dinner while I shovel my crappy, dinty more bowl down my gullet. 
What are you guys eating there? Ham. You got like pasta, fish. I'm having chunky meat stew. That's my Christmas dinner. Dinty Moore is so disgusting. They won't even tell you what meat is in the stew. It's just there. there's some type of chopped up animal in this microwavable stew. Take a guess. Here, I'll give you a clue. Why aren't you speaking? Does the cat have your tongue? That's right. Cat tongue. Cat tongue is in Dinty Moore dinners. All right, listen. Uh, oh, you know what? So I, I talked to uh, some of my nieces, my cousin, my aunt got on the phone. I was trying to do something like special when each person got on the phone. So with my aunt, I was like, who is this? Like pretending I didn't know who she was. What aunt is this? And you speak up. I'm not, your voice doesn't sound familiar, right? That whole bit. I do bits with my family. Meanwhile, she's screaming, you know me, the one who shits herself, which is something she literally (laughs) screamed into the phone at me. I have nothing else to talk to my aunt about besides her bowel movements. That's our common bond. As a matter of fact, the last thing I uh, was talking to her about before they passed the phone to the next person was, uh, now, do you know where the plunger is at? We need to have a plunger strategy. Because in addition to shitting herself, she uh, also uh, plugs the toilet quite a bit. But she told me, well, lately I've been shitting myself more. Therefore, the plunger is probably not going to be required. In case you were wondering how my aunt is doing, she is just like full-blown incontinent now, apparently. Bless her heart. And that, my friends, is a Henson family Christmas. Minus Timmy Boo. Now, after the holidays, it kind of sucked too, because on the weekend, I got sick. The, the return of Tim's AIDSy immune system. I don't think it's the coronavirus. It could be. Coronavirus has, like, crazy symptoms. Um, My face is... I don't want to say numb, because that might give you the wrong idea, like I'm about to stroke out. And I looked up stroke uh, symptoms. It just feels chilly. Does that make sense? Like it, like it, like I, like my face has the chills, like from the top of my head down to like my left cheek. And uh, I had the, I actually had the chill chills uh, all over my body on uh, Saturday and Sunday. I didn't feel well today. I don't feel well either, but I, I'm like, I have to do a show. Here's what I've narrowed it down to. Thanks to WebMD. Again, I, it could be a stroke, but typically if you're, if you were going to go numb, the whole side of your body would go numb. Your face would start drooping and shit like that, right? And it comes on re- relatively quick. My tingling head has been going on for actually for weeks. <laughs> I, I I literally just wait. I'm gonna wait until I die before I go see a doctor. Um, so like <laughs> there's like tingling on my. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. So it's just kind of weird. It just feels weird. It doesn't hurt and it's not numb. I I definitely has. I have feeling in my face. I can move my face, but it's just like. A little, little tingle. Well, in addition to, okay, it might be a stroke. I might be having a series of strokes for the past month and, I, and not know about it. Uh, in addition to a stroke, it could also be the beginning of Bell's palsy, which is like droopy face, but it's not permanent. Just a thing that happens. It could be the start of MS. I could have multiple sclerosis. That's what I, I'm under the impression that I have right now. So I don't want to go to the doctor, but I have a uh, call placed in. Actually, a I have a web request to make an appointment and they never call me back today. So hopefully they'll call me tomorrow morning. Oh, it could also be a nerve thing or uh, anxiety. Again, with anxiety. Every time I have a problem, doctors are like, oh, it's anxiety, but they never give me anything for it. Remember when I had trouble breathing? 
me, the guy with the shitty heart. You'd think doctors would go to there first. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe the heart and lungs are messed up. Since you have a history with that shit. Nope. Probably just anxious about something. What is it going to take for them to come to some other conclusion? Like, how am I going to have to walk in to that hospital on fire? I've got third degree burns all over my body. Hmm. I think the more likely explanation is a panic attack. And you know what? We're going to go ahead and send you home right now. We'll schedule an e-visit. This is better handled through Zoom. Oh, no. I mean, there's so many things it could be. I could have some sort of infection. I'm just not feeling right. My head is sizzling. Why is my head sizzling? Tingling. Tingling? I guess it kind of tingles. Just not. That's what my mom says. I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling right. I don't know. This might be my last Christmas. You know what? This might be my last Christmas, bitch. Putting me through a guilt trip. I could be the one in the, in the grave. Think about that. Uh, also, while we were off, a little bit of a terrorist attack took place in Nashville, Tennessee. Which, I'm sorry, but isn't that cute? Well, I mean, why? What do you think you're going to accomplish with a terrorist attack in Nashville? Nothing. I mean, no offense against Nashville. It's a beautiful city, I'm sure. If you really want to make news, Washington, D.C., New York City. Or you got to go real big. What the hell did this guy take down? Like an AT&T store or something? This is what happens when you charge those bullshit activation fees. People get angry. Like, wait a second. I want to do business with you. I want to give you a monthly fee of probably like $120 at least a month. And you want to charge me to activate a line? So I have the privilege of giving you more money? Fuck you, AT&T. And don't get me started on your U-verse service. Go back and listen to 2014 episodes of DV for that fucking saga. Activation fees. I mean, I know a lot of times you can get them waived. Same for um, installation fees. Like uh, getting internet service or cable or whatever installed in your house. These companies want to charge you to be a customer of theirs. What does Spectrum charge? Like 50 bucks? What do you get for that 50 bucks? Some big, fat, sweaty dude tracking in mud, installing equipment that you have to pay for on a monthly basis, in addition to the actual service, which is overpriced. God damn, aren't you guys fed up? When are you going to rise up? Maybe we should be bombing AT&T stores. <laughs> no, FBI, if you're listening, I, I did not mean that, and I don't condone it. The suspect's name in the Nashville case is Anthony Quinn Warner. Sounds like a psychopath, right? Oh, look, neighbors described him as a loner. For real. It's really become a cliche having the neighbor calling like a mass murderer or terrorist or whatever a loner. Was he really a loner or are you just saying that? Trying to get your name printed in the news, acting like you know something. I've lived in this house now for what, three years? I don't know if my neighbors are loners. I honestly pay no attention to them. I don't know how many friends they have. I don't know if they have people over for, like, game nights and shit. Sometimes I hear cars pulling up. I don't know if they're going to uh, my neighbors on the right or left of my house. Or if it's just someone who went the wrong way and is trying to turn around. They're pulling in the driveway. I just don't care. This guy drove up uh, in his RV, and that's what exploded. Everyone wants to know what the motive was behind this. Well, Distorted View can exclusively report that Anthony Quinn Warner was trying to sell his RV 
was working on a short YouTube video to explain all of the features when he reportedly got frustrated. I believe we have some audio of that. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. I wonder what the fuck the real dialogue is. What the fuck is this thing? All of the windshield, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. What? What the fuck did I say? That didn't sound for shit, did it? Trying to give these guys everything they can get to me. That's it. Fuck it. It's about at that point that he decided to blow up the motherfucker and collect the insurance on it. No, of course I made that up. But what I didn't make up is uh, what I found interesting. I don't know if you guys caught this or how much you've been reading about this incident. But before the explosion, which happened like on the street, right, in Nashville, uh, the RV was broadcasting a computerized female voice warning that a bomb would explode in minutes. This is like the shit that happens in movies. I've never heard of like a real computerized voice countdown happening before a terrorist attack. Like, that's some James Bond shit. Laser launch sequence initiated. T minus 60 seconds. 59, 58, 85, 54, 53, 34. Counting backwards is hard. I'm dyslexic. It's a real mind fuck. Here's the thing. Uh, so you got this RV that's going like, uh, there's a bomb in here and uh, I'm going to count down and then explode. And still somehow people got injured. They didn't get the fuck out of the way. Just because no stupid RV's telling me to leave, I'm going to leave. This is America. I got personal freedom. Eight patients were treated. And I read that what happened was like, uh, so the RV would announce like, okay, there's a bomb here. And it's going to be uh, detonating here in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then like nothing happened for a, for a minute or so. There wasn't an, an immediate explosion. So people are like, yeah. False alarm, I guess. <laughs> that was weird. Let's go and just hang around the RV now. Let's get right back on the sidewalk next to this thing. And then it exploded. Actually, uh, listener Matt messaged, uh, there's a possible slight connection to DV. I know at least some of you were thinking, oh, this guy has got to be a distorted view listener. No, thankfully. But uh, before, I'm guessing before the countdown to explosion... The RV was blasting the song Downtown. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. That's right. We have featured the Mrs. Miller version of Downtown here on the podcast. Now, the bomber didn't play Mrs. Miller's version, although that would be way funnier. And that, more than the countdown, would make people flee from the scene. Ah, be away from this racket. Can you lose? fucking creepy ass song to play right before you know a terrorist explosion that's the coolest part of this whole thing i mean it's all very tragic but honestly if i was gonna plan a terrorist attack i would totally savor that like this would be my the, the most fun part is like ooh, what song am i gonna play right before the bomb explodes and plays over the loudspeaker that being said i have shitty taste in music as many of you know so i would totally cock this up please stand by for an important announcement Please stand by for an important announcement. Please stand by for an important announcement. 
Oh, how foreboding, Paula Abdul. It would actually even be worse than that, considering how desperate I am for attention and adoration, I would sing the song myself. Be prepared to be blown to smithereens. But first, I think you're really going to like this. It's just a little something I've been working on for the last couple weeks. Hit it. Explosive device equipped. Startup sequence initialized. Explosion in 2 minutes 29 seconds. 2 minutes 25 seconds. is better than uh, what that nut job used. He used downtown. I used this song. The, f- the very first line of that song is, I feel the night explode. Right? Foreshadowing. It's a little on the nose, but still. Once again, I have proved I would make the better terrorist. Well, I've been uh, yammering on for 20 minutes. It's about time to get into the news. Tomorrow, we'll get back into, you know, the weird clips and piss porn you've come to expect from Distorted View Daily. Although, I do have one that I wanted to share with you. Some people are very upset because uh, gyms are shut down. Are they shut down in your state? Because they're certainly not shut down here in Ohio. You know, and I'm sorry. Out of all the places you could be upset because uh, the government has shut down, whether it be federal or state government, gyms you think most people would understand because gyms, you're huffing and puffing and grunting and sweating. I've seen people spit on the gym floor. Just so much Bodily liquids, fluids. It's a nasty place to go when there isn't a worldwide pandemic. Smells. Yeah, those places are still packed, uh, by the way. I, you know, I drive occasionally uh, when I'm going to get my fried chicken or whatever shitty food I'm eating. There's a uh, there's a cluster of gyms near where I live. You know, like there's a uh, Planet Fitness and a Crunch, and then there's another one. I don't remember the name, but uh, they all, you know, they're all completely glass, like windows, so you can see right in. There's just a bunch of happy idiots just working out in there, oblivious to the world around them. Well, uh, someone who is aware of the situation and doesn't like it one bit is Wake Up 508 Bobby Lee. He's a Christian, and he knows exactly what's up. By the way, in this video, he's outside in the middle of winter. There's snow. He's got his truck open, and he's got, like, uh, some sort of bag sitting on uh, like the bumper of his truck. Listen, they took our gyms away from us. We can't go to the gym unless we submit to the New World Order, Fantasyland, Unicorn Land. I'm wearing the mask that we all know doesn't work. I'm sorry, is this Narnia talking lions and fairies and dragons? We got to be creative on how we train. I've been out here flipping some knives around, refamiliarizing myself. That guy sounds as fat as you think he is, freaks. Getting used to them again, and I picked up something new, throwing the knives. And uh, we got to invest our own time into training. Many of us have time on our hands now, so let's use it. Look, there is a war a-brewing 
Christian warriors versus uh, all those fucking evil communists that are coming into power. Listen, this, I, I, I've told you, I can tell you people that you can train on anything. You can punch into leaves on a tree. <laughs> Punch into leaves. And this, you know, I, I started using this. I'm probably not going to throw many more knives into it because it, it wears it out really quickly. But we can punch it. Boom, this can be our new bag out here. For, for a while, I've been trying to figure out what can I put on the back of my truck to train while I'm out here without necessarily trying to punch on a tree. Go home, it, you know, it, in the warmth at least. Tree somewhere. Well, this could be it. You might not have a home. We don't have to hit, hit things hard. We can just touch it right here. Boom, 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 boom. Got to reposition it. I'll have to uh, manipulate it, fabricate something to where it'll stay in position better. But, you know, I got my gloves here if I want to use them. We can spend time on our target. The title of this video is Cold Weather Christian Warrior Training. So we got to figure out. He's already out of breath. Uh, he and he wasn't even really punching quickly. He certainly wasn't punching hard, but he wasn't punching quickly. Had to. This is a low impact punching bag workout. Create our own world in this new world order that we're walking into. How to train and, and be ready. Freaks, you know I'm just waiting for him to get to the knives portion of this training video. To live in this world that we're going to be deemed non-citizens. What are we going to do with that? It's funny that, you know, the people that believe this stuff, I've been around long enough to know that this is always the imminent threat. The new world order, we're, we got to prepare. This is, go this is happening right now. We're all going to get chipped, you know, and uh, the government's, you know, going to require us to register or, you know, whatever they believe in. And it's never, it's never a thing. It, it's, it never happens. You have to start thinking about that. What's 2021 going to look like? Are you ready for it mentally? Are you ready for it physically? This guy is fat. You're fat. You're not ready for 2021. So uh, he, he then grabs a couple of knives. He must have learned some tricks where he can, like, spin knives around in his hand a little. And then he just sort of stab. This is his workout. He's, he, he takes the knife and he uh, makes a stabbing motion. Not fast. Again, just sort of very low impact workout going on here. But even though you hear him, there, there, I get it's freaks. Please trust me. And when I tell you, there's, there's no exercising going on. I'm going to put a link uh, on the show notes to this video so you can see this fat fuck uh, <laughs> working out. I don't know if this is an original observation or if I may have read this in the comments and forgot about it, but um, remember the that old viral video of uh, that kid pretending to have a, uh, a lightsaber. He was a Star Wars kid. It's, it's like he's all grown up and he's playing with knives now. And just like in the original Star Wars kid video, uh, this guy dr drops his knives. Showing off. There you go. You heard, you heard the knife fall. He gets angry. Ready? I don't know what side I am going to be on when the coming holy wars start, but one thing I don't fear is this guy. 
He might be physically stronger than me just because he's fatter, but I could just power walk away from him. He's, he's not going to catch up to me. Uh, the description of this video is cold weather training. Civil war is coming. Martial law is coming. Get yourself ready. Get yourself ready, freaks. Get yourself a knife or two or a big long knife. Get yourself a katana. Just not from the Home Shopping Network. That one just hit me, Odell. I love it. That happens right after he gives the the, the item number. 1101-1050. These practice katanas. Oh, oh. <laughs> that one just hit me, Odell. Then Odell, another fat fuck, comes, comes on the screen. All right. What we have here is an emergency situation. One of the greatest moments in Home Shopping Network history. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre with the news. Right yes, until New Year's, you can still take advantage of holiday pricing. Get yourself a sideshow membership at an amazing money amount. I didn't want to say price again, and I couldn't think of another way to say it. So we're going to go with money amount. For those low, low monies, you get full access to the entire archive of programs. Uh, you know, I've been at this show now for 16 years. We didn't really comment on it, but Disorder uh, View celebrated its 16th anniversary earlier this month. To be fair, I forgot about it. Last year was the big one, 15. But, but 16, you know, we just keep getting older. It's our super sweet 16. If I was a little Mexican girl, I would be dressed like a whore right now in a big flashy red dress, right? Isn't that how they celebrate their uh, 16th birthday? Or is that their 15th? I'm a whore every year. Uh, yeah, so you'll get uh, full access to thousands and thousands of shows in the archive. More importantly, every week we do exclusive shows just for paying members. Last week, even though it was a very short week, still managed to do two exclusive programs. And this week, again, two new episodes of DV just for Sideshow members. In addition to all the free stuff, check it out. Superfreaksideshow.com. This is how I make my living. So uh, if you want to support the show, this is the best way to do it. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. The patrons are helping me out with a project. And if you would like input on that project, you can pledge as little as a dollar. Uh, working on a new DV primer. And so uh, freaks over there on Patreon are giving me ideas of things that uh, I should talk about. You know, for new listeners to, to catch them up to speed, it'll be like a like an hour or two hour long podcast or something. We did it once before, and I think it's time to update it. I think Bob and Stein was the one that um, suggested that initially. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Bob. I'll be posting little segments on uh, Patreon and getting feedback and then changing stuff around based on your feedback. And then, you know, then I'll post the, the full length thing when it's done for everyone. But it's just a fun thing for patrons to help out with. Patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up. Well, looky here. First news story after our little break, and it comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Yeah. Our most fucked up state. Yeah. Remember when every gay person was like, yes, yes, queen. Yes, queen. Aren't you glad those days are over with? One thing we didn't really have to deal with in 2020. Yes, queen. Uh, the story comes from West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh. Fuck you if you're not from Palm Beach County. Well, thank you, angry black Floridian grandma. It's been a while since we heard from her. Burmese pythons may not be everyone's first food of choice for festive holiday fair. Because, you know, it's a snake. 
who the hell eats snakes on Christmas, right? Someone does. Florida. Florida man does. Uh, there are other reasons why you wouldn't want to eat a snake aside from, you know, it's just it's a snake. Uh, there's also the fact that uh, it's got potentially high mercury levels. There's a lot of uncertainty over the health risks posed by eating South Florida's most destructive invasive species. But one South Florida python hunter has been experimenting with what some have dubbed chicken of the glades, making meals, snacks and even sweets that could give the holidays that distinctive South Florida flavor. Cigarette butts and meth residue. That's South Florida's signature taste. Well, that and, of course, snake eggs. Well, this python wrangler come chef has experimented making python jerky, snake and grits. Real southern dish. Uh, And also Christmas cookies whipped up with snake yolk dough. That's right, yolk from a snake egg. Quote, I really like making jerky because it's a great snack. But the meat is also good for pasta sauce and sliders, especially when mixed with some other meat like hog, says Donna Khalil, a veteran python hunter who just bagged snake number 470 since she joined the python elimination program at the South Florida Water Management District when it started back in 2017. While on a hunt last week, Bill shared some of her jerky, which she munches to help refuel during the often 10-hour days out in the Everglades looking for the stealthy snakes. Recent batch with her own secret barbecue sauce, which she has named Everglades Boys, turned out too hard. That's okay. There's a lot of pythons out there for you to cook with. No one else is cooking with it. You're just, just you. Her uh, top cooking tip is don't overcook the python. It's really tricky to get it right. It takes practice. Her health advice is that she uses a home testing kit to check mercury levels in the meat and cooks only small snakes, which are likely to have the lowest levels of the contaminant. She doesn't eat python on a daily basis. This is just a treat for herself. Uh, It's unclear how contaminated the snakes are. It's one of the reasons why she doesn't munch on the stuff daily. When she does, she likes to pressure cook the meat for a few minutes before using it in sautés or in pasta sauce. When she's lucky enough to catch an egg-bearing female, she removes the eggs, which are a bit bigger than chicken eggs, oh really, and cooks them either hard-boiled with sriracha sauce or in frittatas. She also freezes the eggs, which she uses for cookies. The soft... I would rather be playing audio of Japanese vomit and scat porn than reading this. I don't know why reading this stuff is just more gross to me. The soft and leathery eggs might turn off less adventurous foodies, but the gluten-free Rocky Road and sugar cookies she made last week to share with friends as pre-holiday treats were pretty delicious, according to her. Her friends said, Oh, this is different. Yeah, it's good. And then they took turns. They were tag-teaming it to the bathroom to to flush the cookies down the toilet. I'm just finishing up. Just finishing the last bite. They're coming back from a toilet. That's not the only disgusting stuff being whipped up in the kitchen. Someone posted in a uh, group I'm on in Facebook, this guy who uh, cooked well. Today we are going to cook, to cook something special. We're cooking cum. He has a Rubbermaid container here that is uh, loaded up with this stuff. Either he was busy or his friends participated in this. Check this out. This is how 30 men loads look like. 
Yes. That's right, guys. Not a lot, honestly, but enough to cook with, I guess. It has been a week. It has been a rough week. <laughs> you can see all the shots in my OnlyFans, guys. Oh, nice. Nice way to cross-promote your OnlyFans. If you want to see me blow all 30 of these loads that you're looking at in this Rubbermaid container, sign up for my OnlyFans. Right now, though, let's get into the kitchen. Now, let me explain, you guys. What are we going to do? So, we got here frying, frying pan. We got here deep frying with some healthy peanut oil. And then we're preheating the oven. And as we speak right now, my load is being frozen. I thought he was actually going to add the come to recipes, right? Like have come cookies or a come souffle. No, he's experimenting to see how does just just come basically come in a little bit of oil. How, how do that? How do they cook up? He literally pours some cum in a baking pan, pops that in the oven, then fries some cum up in the skillet. Obviously, there's not much sound to the baking, but when he starts frying up his cum, definitely hear it. Ooh. Daddy, no! Why are you killing me? Oh, my God. That that cum when it when it starts to fry it really froths up. This is so hot. I can't believe the very first comment is this man cooked his own kid. The aroma here, guys, is really good. Oh, oh my god. So uh Wow. It is frying up. When it's all done, he takes a spatula and tries to, like, scrape <laughs> scrape the cum off, which ends up kind of looking like egg whites. Would you like some scrambled eggs, please? He also does deep fry uh, some cum. It ends up looking just real dark and crispy. And then the, the baked one kind of has a, just, like, a darkened... <laughs> this looks the most nicest. Yeah, like a darkened but greasy look to it. Check out today's uh, featured image if you want to see what a plate of cum looks like. D different types of cum. <laughs> a smorgasbord. Or if he's uncut, a smegma board. Calamari. Next up is the deep fried jism. Mm. Oh, God. No bad. No bad. He says this is a, at the end of the video, he's like, well, this was a failure. But the, the problem was you're supposed to use cum as an ingredient. You can't just cook up cum. Cum doesn't work like that. He didn't even add any, like, spices. Some idiot has no idea how to prepare cum. It's a delicacy. You fucked it up, as Gordon Ramsay might say. All right, second story we have for you today. I know we have some DV listeners that own Teslas. Many call into the voicemail line to rub it into my fucking face. Trying to make me feel bad. As if my 2002 Kia Rio is something to be embarrassed about. Man, though, I got to tell you, the cool thing about Tesla, I like um, just messing around with things. And I like buttons and I like screens and I like to just have, just do cool things. <laughs> I, I'm a cool guy that likes to do cool things. And Tesla cars just have lots of buttons, you know, touch screen things and 
menus and you can do all sorts of, you know, things with it. Things. I'm talking about things. What kind of things? Well, the most recent thing added to uh, Tesla cars is the ability to produce a fart sound out of your horn. Yes, you can change your car horn sound now. And uh, one of the sounds is the much desired fart sound. While Tesla owners have been able to create fart sounds inside of their car for some time, technology marches on. And now, boombox mode effectively allows people with more recent models to use the built-in speaker that blasts audio to poor unsuspecting people outside of the car. According to a description from the Teslarati website, turn your car into a boombox and entertain a crowd. Yeah, entertain. I get super annoyed when I hear the bass coming from a car down the street. Just, you know, a person playing their music really loud. These pretentious Tesla assholes are going to be like 10 times worse because they're they're playing sounds on a speaker that is outside of the car, basically. This is 100% for the benefit of the people walking around outside. It's a, It's show-off mode for Tesla owners. Look what my car can do. It can play La Cucaracha. Yes, according to the website Tesla Roddy, turn your car into a boombox and entertain a crowd with your media player when parked. You can also customize the sound your car makes when you press the horn. Drive the car. Yeah, so while you're driving your car, it it can be playing your car can be playing music through the external speaker. So outside of the car, you can play like the ice cream uh truck sound jingle or whatever. Uh, you can also play music when your car is moving with Summon. Uh, select an option from the drop-down menu or insert your own USB device and save up to five custom sounds. The first Tesla owner to load up some DV sounds and uh, like recording yourself driving and, and playing them, you'll get a big prize. What I would really like to see is um, the car horn sound being... Rape my boy pussy! Rape my boy pussy! That's a good one. I think you can also set sounds for like when you're uh, making a left hand or right hand turn, like when you when you you know flip on the the turn signal. Those sounds are customizable. So if you're signaling left, you could hear black nut juice is good, but I gotta say Negro nut cream way better. The possibilities are endless. Uh, according to the article uh, on The Verge, alongside being able to fart, people can use Tesla's boombox feature to harass neighbors in other ways, like uh, it can emit the same music as the ice cream truck. What I would what I would really like, and maybe I should uh, try to direct message Elon Musk, he takes suggestions all the time over Twitter, is um, a megaphone feature. So I can be screaming at people and letting them know what I think of them and they'll be able to hear it uh, because, uh, you know, I'll be screaming out of my external speaker. That's got to be a possibility, right? Uh, I've got a clip here. This was posted on YouTube from a Tesla driver who has uh, the new software up. You can add up to five custom sounds, connect a USB key uh, or device with a directory named Boombox. Yeah, so before he shows off the fart uh, car horn, he shows off the the driving sound. So this is um, this video is taken from outside of the car like on the side of the street, and you can hear the car whizzing by playing shitty, shitty music. Like, uh, There's the ice cream truck. This is what you would hear if you were just, like, standing on the street. This guy's neighbors must hate him. 
What fucking assholes? Tesla dick with his show off music. And then here under emissions mode, not only do you have the internal fart sound, but now you can play it on the outside of the car. Of course, a car your car has to be equipped with the external speaker. Uh, but now I can actually pick one of the fart sounds. And uh, I have some people outside, so let's see if they react. <laughs> All right, so there you go. So you can play fart sounds on the outside of the car. Just think, the man who implemented this is the same dude who's going to get us to Mars. Ding. All right, final story we have for you today. I don't know if this is necessarily DV worthy. I just love the headline and like the premise of this news story. 190,000 ceiling fans have been recalled because the blades detach and fly off. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you could be decapitated. Yes, more than 190,000 ceiling fans have been recalled because the fans' blades can detach while in use. King of Fans, a Fort Lauderdale, Florida-based company that makes the 54-inch Mara ceiling fans, announced the recall on Wednesday after receiving 47 reports of blades just coming right off, detaching, spinning out of control. Two of those reports indicate a detached fan blade actually hit someone. Four reports said a blade caused property damage. These fans were sold nationwide at Home Depot. Uh, King of Fans noted that not all of its Mara ceiling fans are being recalled. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said... The recall applies to the company's Mara ceiling fans with matte white, matte black, black, and polished nickel finishes. There's a lot of models there. The commission instructed consumers who have purchased these items to immediately stop using them. Turn off your fans, especially if you've got that fan going in a nursery. I'll break a little baby's neck real good. Right through the spinal cord. All right. Uh, if consumers observe blade movement <laughs> or uneven gaps between the blades and fan body or movement of the clip during inspection, if shit goes wobbly, consumers should immediately contact King of Fans for a free replacement ceiling fan. King of Fans said the ceiling fan malfunctions were caused by an isolated manufacturing defect with the assembly of the fan blades locking clip to the uh, fan flywheel. One of the two screws retaining the locking clip is not adequately secured to the flywheel, the company said. If this occurs, the blade may detach from the fan during use, posing an injury hazard. Recalled ceiling fans cost about $150. They were sold exclusively at the Home Depot. More doing, more decapitation, the Home Depot. Uh, Home Depot confirmed via email that it sold about 80,000 of the fans before pulling them from the stores. I think I've seen this model before. That actually looks very familiar. When it discovered the issue, the retailer said it voluntarily recalled the product and stopped sales. We are committed to the safety and quality of our products, a Home Depot spokesman said. So there you go. If you've got that fan by King of Fans, it's the Mara line of ceiling fans. Um, you in danger, girl. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. We've got a subreddit where you can post uh, you know, links to news stories and videos and stuff like that. It's distortedview.reddit.com. 
Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show, on at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Let's check in with some patrons. Oh, hey, Timmy Boo. Yeah. It's uh, Great Big Pete here. I'm here with uh, Vlad. Say hi. Hey, buddy. Hello, Antonovich. Oh. Holy cow, it's crazy. It's like the count. One, two, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. And then, and then we also have Ziggo here. Say hi, Ziggo. Hello. Yeah, so Timmy Boo, we're calling to say hello and uh, sing a song. So here you go. Okay. One and a two. We wish you we Merry TV Christmas. <laughs> we wish you a TV Christmas. We wish you a TV Christmas. Wow. And a festive New Year. That was you tried, and that's the important thing. Thank you very much. Hey, boo, it's Dennis, and uh, remove the bone and start your own. Uh, uh, what? Uh, 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 hey, hey uh, what's a uh, uh, what's a gay person's uh, favorite type of bread? Easy, a fag kasha, you know, instead of a fakasha, a fag fag kasha. Faggot. A faggot. That's better. Here's here's one. <laughs> Thank you very much. You worked long and hard on that joke. Elf. Hey, boo. This is a long-time listener, Kubert, calling in here. Uh, I just want to say uh, I have to bear my soul. I was a freeside freeloader for way too long. I've been listening since I got my first iPod back in 2005. Holy shit. The first year of DV, basically. But no more. Uh, you have been a kind of shining bright light in this overall crappy year, and it's yeah. brought me a lot of enjoyment. I don't want any of you fucking assholes to forget how I pulled you all through this shitty year. So, I finally did the right thing. Signed up for that sideshow oh, membership, and obviously you. making you a few bucks on the Patreon here. Nice. So, uh, keep up the good work. Thank you Happy so much. Holidays. He finally be- It took a while, but he finally became a true and honorable freak. Greetings, faggot. It's uh, nope. Unicorn Hamster. Um, just wanted to call. That's it. faggot to you. I'm a fancy bread. A fancy gay bread. And, uh, think about throughout the year. Uh, hope you had a good Christmas, by the way. No, it sucked. Uh, Thank throughout you. the year of 2020. Surprise, I'm still alive. If, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I'll call in and uh, forget certain questions that I, I I had specifically for you. Okay. Some of those questions might spark from an episode, but uh, I'd end up calling. Sometimes, you know, I'll go in on the fly and speak my mind, and shit gets weird, and I forgot to ask you these questions. Oh. So... <clears throat> Got some questions. Me. Question time. One of the questions I had for you is... I, that's something me and my mom used to do when I was a little boy. When I was, like, very, very small, like four or five or whatever, and I would be stalling. To, I wouldn't want to go to bed, right? So my mom would put me to bed, would, would like, like, say, okay, you got to go to bed. And I'd be like, okay, mom. And then you have to come in and turn off the light. You know, she had to come in and say goodnight to me. But then, before she did that, it was question time. And I got to ask her, I don't remember how many, like two or three questions each night. And she would have she would have to answer my question, whatever question I asked her. And I, and I would try to get her to answer long, you know, questions that would be long and really stall and stay up. Every night we would do question time. Uh, what's your favorite type of ice cream? Oh, well, I have a lot. 
Have you guys ever had that Jenny's ice cream? It's kind of making its way across the United States. It started in Columbus, and she makes a great, like, um, I don't remember the flavor, but it's like bur- something with bourbon in it. That's really good. I also like cinnamon ice cream from Grater's, which is a Cincinnati thing, but I also think it's sort of ma- it's making its way across the U.S. In general, I like thi- I like pe- like like uh, ice cream with peanut butter in it. There's one that Ben and Jerry's has right now. It's like Netflix and chill or something. That's pretty good. I really, I, I honestly don't have a, a favorite. And, you know, just I have a lot of favorites. Do you enjoy an ice cream cone on like a cone? Or do you like their uh, fucking uh, Haagen-Dazs? Or, uh, so- I mean, if I, you know, I, no, not Haagen-Dazs necessarily. I get whatever's on sale most of the time. They have the, speaking of cones... There is uh, this concept, this company, um, called, named Flavor Burst. Have you ever had a Flavor Burst cone? Um, McDonald's in Mansfield, uh, on, off of 71, uh, Interstate 71, had this, where I had it for the first time. And it's basically just like a, um, a cone, but inside of it, there's like flavored juice, or, or it's like a syrup, really. And you can get like a butterscotch Flavor Burst cone, or strawberry, caramel, you know, all sorts of flavors. And I think they sort of changed how the flavor burst cones work because originally it would just be like a vanilla cone and then you'd start licking the cone and there would be these pockets of like like syrup until so you'd hit a pocket and then it would just start like bleeding. Like the, 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 the syrup would just start coming out. It was the weirdest thing. If you got the strawberry, it really did. It looked like the cone was starting to bleed, like it was stigmata or something. Now, we just found a place not too long ago when we moved down here to Cincinnati. I haven't had this in the, in the longest time, the, the, the flavor burst. It was only at this one McDonald's that I that I went to, and then they stopped uh, offering it many, many years ago. So th- we moved down here, and there's this ice cream place that has the flavor burst. And it tastes the same, but it's presented in a different way. It doesn't bleed. <laughs> It doesn't bleed syrup. Sippy bears that make of uh, world's greatest chocolate ice cream, or do you like the sugar cone or the waffle cone? Hey, I, I used to just like a regular whatever sugar cone, but uh, I, I've grown to really like the waffle cone. Or uh, this is fascinating, I'm sure, for all listeners. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, uh, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken have been fucking. We get these. Uh, fast food joints fucking with our menu and kentucky fried chicken they got rid of the fucking potato wedges the fucking I potato know. wedges yes. and we stuck with these goddamn i feel like i talked about this on the show signature fries what's your opinion on that don't like it i can get a fry anywhere every fucking fast food restaurant has fries i like me some wedges you know how's really good i wish wendy's would offer their breakfast potatoes all day long those things those things slap, as the kids say. They slap. You enjoy the new signature fries or the potato wedges. I fucking got so pissed off about that. No. Yeah. I know you bitch about fast I have a lot of feelings about fast food. I, I get riled up to else, but I can't remember right now. And I cannot remember if I had another fucking question for you. Well, I guess it don't matter. Pretty much it. You've learned everything there is to learn about me. My favorite ice cream. How I feel about Kentucky Fried Chicken Fries. I'll call up again. 2021. uh, Have a great new year. Suck a lot of dick. Well, 
I'm trying. That's all I have to say. That's the goal. For 2021, just see how much dick I can suck in 2021. Thank you very much. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. We're cooking cum. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's show is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, just a few more days for those holiday specials. So now would be a great time to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. I feel the night explode when we're together. Scribe.net.